Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hello, 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 hello. Welcome to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm your host, Rob Shooter, joined every Monday by our dear friend, Garrett Vogel from C100. Hey, Garrett, are you there? Hello, friend. Good to see you. Is today like the day after the Super Bowl for you? Because it was such a huge, explosive day, uh, both in, in London and in the US and I, I, or England. Uh, I, how do you feel, It's, it's really, Shooter? thank you for the question, as Megan would say. It's a really, really kind of bizarre day for me. My head is spinning. Obviously, we're talking about the big Oprah interview that aired last night. I've been up since like three, four o'clock doing British TV. They're five hours ahead all day long. I'm all over TV talking about it, but we definitely wanted to do our show. This is the priority. So let's get in with all the gossip. Hey, Garrett, what time is it, my friend? It is. <laughs> it's it's going to be an explosive time. tea it time. Explosive. It's British tea today, English tea. So let's go over some of the big, big moments in this interview, it was explosive when Oprah said nothing was off limits. My goodness, she meant it. In all the years, I've been a celebrity reporter, columnist. I was also a publicist for a while. I've never 
seen an interview like this. Two hours, Garrett. I've never seen really? anything like it. What do you think? Interesting. Well, you know what? And I think as a celebrity, a lot of people don't know, uh, depending on the level of celebrity, and people say, hey, here are the questions that are off yes. limits. Like, you know, if it was to be Jennifer Lopez yes. when she was dating Ben Affleck, I or Diddy, like, don't ask about Blah, I was blah, there blah. too. You know they I mean? all have stuff. And if they do mention it, it's very brief. So if you're interviewing Jen now, you might talk about Ben Affair, you might, but it'd be one quick quick question. Right. So, so for Oprah to do this, this is huge. huge. But Megan did it too. Like Megan was comfortable sitting there answering these questions. And she came with a list of bombshells. Let's do the first one. They were secretly married. Garrett, three days before that wedding that two billion people watched. And our good selves, Garrett, let's be honest, we were part of the team. Yeah. <laughs> so three days before the wedding, they called up the archbishop. Well, that's nice. They've got his number, but they called him up and he came over to their garden and he married them in the backyard. And Megan said, nobody knows this. And she actually went on to call the wedding a spectacle for the world. I think a lot of people that have been married, including ourselves, Garrett, these things can get out of hand. So even though we didn't oh, have a course. real wedding... I do sort of understand this. Do you? Yeah, no, because I, I think all couples, even if you're listening right now, can all agree. If you've ever been married before, after the wedding, you go, I just should have went to Vegas and, had, <laughs> you know, two people and just called it a day because it is stressful. So uh, I can only imagine with the world on your shoulders and you're trying to uh, have a wedding with the love of your mm -hmm. life. It, 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 I can't wrap my, my mind I around it. I can't wrap it. my mind. So I think that's actually rather a sweet thing. I like that they just... Tied the knot together, just the Archbishop of Canterbury, that's fancy, and the two of them, and when they say the backyard, it's not you and me next to the trash can no. and the trampoline and the no. dog walk. Like, this is, next to the recycling it's bin. Not that. This is a lovely backyard. So that's a nice, nice little story she told me. It really warmed my heart. Another story. Can, can I ask you yes. a question about, about the Archbishop? Yes. See, so I've been watching all these shows on TV now. Like right now I'm watching Rain about Mary, Queen mm -hmm. of Scots. And uh, how does the Archbishop arch not open his mouth and say, hey, you know what I did a few well, days ago? Uh, well, because he reports to the biggest boss of all, so he's not messing about with him upstairs. Let's move along because this one's the it. most shocking, for me, the most shocking revelation. They said, they both confirmed that there were conversations about Archie's skin colour. This is shocking. Oprah couldn't believe what was being said, but Meghan did say there was concerns and conversations about how dark Archie's skin would be when he was born. Harry wow. confirmed this. So Harry confirmed it, and Harry said he would not go into details about this conversation, but it was horrific. And for him to say, you know, it is true, like, you know what I mean? He didn't, br like, you just say, oh, no, it was no, it was no big deal. I guess at the end of the day, and he would know, like when it comes to your child, uh, you, you, you're going to tell the truth. You're not going to throw your child under the bus and, and lie about your child just to further your own uh, agenda. You're, you're, you're going to speak the truth. And for him to speak on his child's behalf, it, it does say a lot. It does say a lot. This is actually our poll question of the day. You can go to our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Rob or our Facebook page, Naughty Gossip. Who do you think had these conversations. So we don't know, it's speculation, but this is what the buzz of England is today, the buzz of the world, it's all over Twitter. Do you think it was Prince Charles or do you think it was the Queen? Don't answer it, Garrett, so we can let people go oh, and okay. vote. But um, who do you think had these conversations? Harry said that it would be very damaging to reveal, obviously, who voiced these concerns. 
But I do believe them. The two of them did say that these conversations happened. Now, this was another absolute bombshell. There were reports out there, Garrett, that Meghan made Kate, Kate Middleton, cry just before the wedding. Oprah asked her about these reports. And although Meghan said she doesn't read everything, which I'm not quite sure I believe, she was aware about the Kate allegations. And she said the opposite occurred. Kate made Meghan cry. And it was about the flower girls and the wedding. And it hurt her feelings. Kate sent flowers and an apology. And Meghan said, I forgive her. All right. Well, but it, it also goes to show why they got married quietly in the garden in the backyard you know what i mean for this reason right here for the little petty things about a flower girl that just threw whatever side into a into a tizzy they already got married so this is like just icing on top at the end of the day you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so it it just goes to further show why they did it just for them before they did for everyone else i think here a lot of people are thinking that megan threw kate under the bus and she didn't need to bring this up i should say here oprah brought it up and also too it seemed that megan was not telling this story to be petty but she wanted the record set straight The whole interview for me was Megan being frustrated that she'd lost her voice, that she wasn't speaking, that she was a Hollywood person who's used to fighting back if she saw something in the press she didn't like. Her publicist would would issue a statement. She was told by the palace to not do that. So it must have been really frustrating, Garrett. Do you know what it's like in a workplace when somebody says something and somebody says something else and then their story is believed and it's not true? Oh, yeah, it's a a very ugly game of telephone, and there really is no way of stopping it, especially at the royal level. level. And you know what I found found very intriguing about the the day and placement of this interview? Uh, You have Oprah, probably the, as we call her, the (laughs) queen uh, here in the States, and you have Meghan and and Harry, and today, of all days, being International Women's Day, where you have a strong woman saying, I'm going to take on the royal family, and show what they were doing to my family meaning you know her son and 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 harry and so i just found it so interesting that they decided today of all days to play this interview and and put it forward on international i know i think the numbers are going to be huge we don't have the numbers yet do you know who holds the record for the number one rated interview on tv of all time oprah winfrey she sat down with michael jackson in 1993 i believe 90 million people nine zero that's like the super bowl i don't think this is going to be that big but it's big i was about to say you when you were on extra (laughs) (laughs) no unfortunately my mother watched you watched it wasn't 90 million moving along this was another bombshell this this interview these two hours every minute was a bombshell normally as a reporter i can come away from an interview i've watched and tell you what the two headlines are pretty easy this I thought Kate was going to be the headline. I was like, oh, gosh, that's a big story. Then then another story happened. Two then another one's happened. <laughs> so Megan said she had suicidal thoughts while she was pregnant with Archie. It got so bad, she went to the institution, that means the palace, and she asked for help. She was asking for mental health care. And they basically told her to shut up. And at one point, wow. Harry was cradling her. And she really had serious suicidal thoughts where she wanted to check into a facility. She felt like she needed help and they didn't help her. Garrett. So does um, does this line up with, because remember when, when this whole process of leaving the family started, Harry said, I needed to do this for mm. our own good. Mm. Y- you know what I mean? So it kind of, again, is lining up with 
the timeline of the past, what, two years almost yes. of, of them exiting because of this right here of what Megan, you know, told us last night. And it's it's shocking, but it also makes sense of why they left. Absolutely. Now, when I look back at all this, it does start to add up. They said it wasn't an immediate, it wasn't an immediate split. And it brings us to our next res- revel. And it brings us to our next revelation. The couple said the exit was not a blindside for the Queen or anybody. They had been talking about this for months, if not years. They felt trapped. And any notions that Meghan plotted to get Harry away from his family, Harry said that is not true. Quote, I was trapped, but I didn't know I was trapped. Trapped within a system like the rest of my family. So he argues Prince Charles is trapped, his brother's trapped, and he got out. Wow. He had the e- not the easiest way, but the the quickest way because again, we know the hierarchy of everything here. So Harry had the easiest way to get out without the biggest. Imagine if, if William decided. Oh. Imagine if William said, eh, I'm, "I'm you know what? I'm leaving." You know, it that would probably be even more oh, chaos yes. than what we're sitting through right yeah, now. Yeah, it's explosive though. And Oprah said, and I thought this was such a good point. You're a prince. You're literally a prince. You live in a palace. What are you trapped in? Like, isn't this the lap of luxury? But but I think, and we hear this all the time, to bring it down to the celebrity level, you know, just, you look at Justin Bieber mm. and what he has gone through, The he has written a song about it, about how lonely he is, where you have everything in the world, but you have really no one to share it with, you know, and he did have, Harry does have Megan and Megan has Harry, but Outside of that, they they don't have their friends. They can't call up, mm-hmm. you know, their 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 BFF and say, "Hey, come on over to the palace." Without having to go through nine thousand forms of security. Right. So right. I understand that, part and not just it. security. Permission. Megan at one point in the interview said she she was alone. She was terribly lonely in the palace, and she asked, "Can I go and have lunch with my friends?" And they said, "No, you're overexposed, and you can't do this." What came across to me overall with this interview is the bureaucracy. Not the Queen or Charles, not the not the family faces we know, but almost the men in suits behind the scenes, the people running the organisation. And she said they were not helpful for her. And she thought joining a big company, let's think about this in, in our, our terms. When you do, join a job, you get a little manual, you're taught, you're taught how to do the job. Nobody right. was there to help her. Like where the bathrooms are, just in case you need <laughs> yes. to go. Like, like I'm sure they didn't even show oh, where the bathrooms were. The poor, poor it thing. It broke my heart in many, many ways. Moving along, so this is explosive. I, know, I keep using that word, but I don't know another word. Prince Charles stopped taking Harry's calls. So Harry told Oprah that at one point he took matters into his own hands, and that's when his dad, Prince Charles, started to ignore him. He said the relationship with his father is still tricky. His father is now taking the calls, but they clearly have a lot to work through. Well, even before the hearing about this last night, uh, Rob, wasn't their relationship always because we we saw Harry and William, you know, with with mom when she was around, then with with dad, you really never saw them a lot together, right? right. I mean, it was a troubled and, relationship, and, wasn't it? I have that right, sort of relationship, exactly. not not to this extent, but with my dad, I talk to my mom all the time, and it feels very natural. And I love my dad, but we're not very close. And recently, we've tried. We've both made a real effort, and we talk now every Sunday. And it's really helped. But my dad's never not taken my call. I can't imagine calling him or his office 
and not getting it returned. <laughs> Does the king have a secretary? Like, how does it work now? Like, do, do they have phones or do, do you have to go through a messenger? I, I like, the queen, like, you have to go through a switchboard. I bet she's old school. But I bet Charles has a phone, an iPhone. Like, no. I mean, if the president of the United <laughs> you, you, States has an iPhone, then, you know, he can have an iPhone now. You 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 would think, but I mean, it, it's just so interesting. Like, you, you, and because we all know how phones work, so obviously his name comes up on the phone, Charles. and for him just to hit block, like, what kind of guy is? He? What would you put him under on your phone, Dad? I don't know. Well, well you, you have, have to put it under Dad. King, King, King Dad. I don't know what you put it. Yeah, or, or KD, KD. <laughs> so crazy. They're also done having children. They revealed that they're having a girl. They're super excited about this. And their daughter is going to be born this summer. Talking about Amazing. relationships too, he did speak about William and he said it's complicated. But this this is lovely. He said he talks with his granny, the Queen, more than ever. And he's spoken to his grandmother more in the last year than he has done in many, 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 many years. I like that they're so close. And he said the following, oh, quote, I love William to bits. He's my brother. We've been through hell together talking about Princess Diana's death, their mommy, but we're on different paths. This interview can't right. help. This interview is not going to help. Again, it's it's beyond complicated that where you and I can never probably start to understand where it's at. I mean, just think about the the petty things in your <laughs> life with your family that you have trouble with. Now imagine it in on the on the royal plateau of king and a prince right. where you know one is about to take over the kingdom and another <laughs> is just waiting in in order for him to become oh, I've prince. seen the lion His king i get to, it yeah oh, i get of, it <laughs> of course i mean i could never imagine a family member my older brother you know having to pass away in order for me to get you know you get my get my job oh, it's all set up. the whole system set up do you think, well, outside of the system and the hierarchy, do you think things are a little old school? You know what I mean? Like just mm. the the way that the the castle is run, yes. where it's not as modern day, uh, you, you know, uh, as it should right. be. You know, the the simple things like having to go through people to talk to people. Mm -hmm. Like she's my grandmother. More modern can I talk ways. to the queen? Like, can I pick up the phone? Right. They've got to rethink this whole system, and I know it's thousands of years old, and there's a lot of protocol, but I think. In any company here, let's think of them not as a family for a minute, but as a business, which they are as well. Right. I think they've got to get somebody in to reorganize this business because if this amount of pain is going on behind palace walls, it cannot continue as an institution. Like, we're very lucky, Kate and William seem to have figured out a way. But it's not healthy what's going on here. And we've all got friends, or maybe ourselves, who've worked at unhealthy companies. We've all done it. Toxic places. Yeah. This place feels so toxic. Garrett, we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to come back. Instead of our nicest and our naughtiest of the day, we're going to do the one regret. Megan's one regret. It's really, really shocking. We will be... I need a break anyway. I need a break <laughs> anyway. So much stuff. <laughs> Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If 
you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, welcome back to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm Rob Schuder with our friend Garrett Vogel. Our whole episode today Oof. has been about the rules. I'm exhausted, Garrett. I'm exhausted. I'm still recovering from the first break. <laughs> I've never seen an interview like this in all my days. I've never, ever seen an interview like this. You know, be- be- before we get into the regrets that you were talking about that, uh, from Megan, do you think, how true is it, like, for the palace to say the queen and the family were not even going to watch it? Like... You gotta think, as we know, they they want to know what's yes. up, and they're not going to read through the press right. because they know the press is going to spin it 
any way possible. You know, they've had to have watched clips or someone's yeah, job in the palace briefings. was to sit so their down. Their secretaries, their publicists in the morning will bring in, well, the Queen wakes up quite early and she gets the, the London Times and the Guardian and maybe some of the tabloids too to see what's going on. And the Post, don't forget She'll the get, Post. <laughs> she always gets the Post. And she will, she's on Naughty Gossip right now. Hi, Queen. Uh, <laughs> our website. She gets briefings every morning in a little red box. So there's a, a summary. Maybe she should just listen to this podcast because we basically summarized everything you needed to know. So I would hate to be the person oh. to summarize oh. last night like before, you you, you're holding a tray of you know uh breakfast right. maybe some belgian waffles and, yes. and english muffins with with with, with butter and, and you're going in there going i'm not going to tell her this oh, can't God. tell her this okay i'll tell her this okay i'll skip over this oh my, oh my god, god i should oh tell god. her this i can't really should. about suicide oh my god i can't the baby skin and, and then you spill the orange skin. juice i had to read jennifer lopez once the reviews for Gili, the worst movie <laughs> ever made and she called me. I worked for how, Jennifer. How did you handle and, that? Oh, I, 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 I summarized them. So when I got to the New York Times review, which was brutal, I was like, Jen, you know what? You're in a bit of a rush. Let me just summarize it. And I was like, oh, it's it's not so positive. It's a mixed, I'd say. It was an outright disaster. It was hard. It wasn't easy, it was right? disaster. Okay, let's move along. Meghan and Harry were asked by Oprah. It's always a great way to end an interview. We should end the podcast like this every day. What, do you have any regrets? What's what's your regret? And Harry, which most people say your your default setting is to say no, none, don't have any regrets. So when you ask people like um, even the housewives, like when Teresa got out of jail, do you have any regrets? No, no, no. You do have regrets. It's okay to have regrets. Yeah, you were in jail. So yeah, you went to jail. You stole money from people. So Harry has no regrets. But Meghan thought about it and she said, "I do have one regret. My regret is believing them." when they said they would protect me. Ah, oh, drop the mic. So she thought the wow. palace would protect her. She could be reading stuff about herself, and she thought, don't worry about it, they'll protect me. At one point in the interview, Garrett, her friends were still calling her in London. She was very isolated. And they were saying, Meg, I can't believe this is being said. That's not true. They're saying this. Everything that was happening with her dad was going on. And Meg would reply to her friends and say, don't worry, they're protecting me. They're going to protect me. And you know what? I've noticed this over the last few weeks, too, ever since they they announced that they were having their second child. Is Piers Morgan trying to get back into the palace Ooh. for some reason? Like, he, the, the the man comes out of the woodwork and just starts throwing he laser beams at people. For, Do you know why he's angry, though? Yeah, exactly. She was with him why? at the Soho house in London before she met Harry. So she... Pierce would argue, used him. So Meghan slid into his direct messages before she was uh, with the royals. And he was with her in London. And get this, she was going to meet Harry afterwards. He got her an Uber. He paid for her Uber to go and meet the prince. And she didn't tell him. She was very, very, very... um. Very reserved about it. I get that. It was a secret. I hate, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not defending Piers Morgan, but I've heard this by several people. The minute she was with Harry, she dumped all her friends. So Piers was gone. I know at least two other people that were quite close to her that she's just stopped re- talking to. Not good. But he just, but the, the way he Piers is coming out. across is so bitter. It, 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 it just, it's like, you, you, please let, let him go, it man. Go. No, Move it's on. mean now. He's after her. Hey, Gareth, thank you so much. We ran out of Oof. time. We could keep going on this. My big takeaway, though, from, from all this is at the end she did say to oprah her fairy tale had come true she met her prince she lost her voice she got her voice back she compared it to the little mermaid which i thought was really adorable <laughs> i hope this which happens. makes the queen Ursula. No, oh god i just don't know what the future is do you think the palace will respond i'm talking about this to my friends in london at the moment should they ignore this or should they put out a statement i don't 
I, I think they will, but they should spin it in the, the support of manner. The you know what I mean? Uh, what wish, exactly. We're looking into those right. allegations that have been brought up, uh, you know, just as they're doing to they Megan are, right now from the inside. Her. I think, oh, this is all a mess. I think I would tell them all it's do- it's over. That's it. Be quiet. I, I was thinking about this, too, and I know we got to we gotta wrap up, but I think the only way things are going to change is when William and Kate are... King and Queen finally in charge it's, it's, um, it's a few years away though isn't it we've got to get through charles first and i don't wish death on anybody and that's really what you were wishing in this family that's why the system's so set up you haven't got to fail for me to succeed you got to die i mean that's pretty Do extreme I? we all have that's people in our job i'm like oh i wish she would should mess up and i can get that job i don't wish death on her or him it's crazy hey garrett thank you so much for joining us and going through all these details and thank you for listening to the Naughty But Nice with Robin yes. Garrett show, a production of iHeartRadio. Don't forget to subscribe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen. Leave us a review and all together now, remember, if you're going to be naughty, you're going to be naughty, you've got, you've to, got, be got, to, be got to be nice. I hope you're listening, Queen Elizabeth. We've got to be nice. <laughs> Take care, everybody. Ta-da! It's Naughty But Nice with Rob! Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways you probably haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Questlove, and Kate Blanchett. In recent weeks, I had talked to actor Dan Levy, director Ava DuVernay, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, chairman and CEO of iHeart Media. Welcome to Math & Magic, stories from the frontiers of marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Pitbull. I think that education is the real revolution because as much as we speak about all the problems that there is in society and the world today, my mother's always told me, son, don't worry, the world's always been coming to an end. Don't let it scare you out of living. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.